Article audio is made possible by Cast 11 Prescott Podcast Network. A Talking Glass Media Production. Good news from the Capitol this week, HB 2767, adding ASMAC to the EMAC statute, 26-403, has been placed on the agenda for Wednesday, February 14th in House Government. This is important because Wednesday is the last day for new bills to be heard. Had it not made the agenda, the bill would have been dead unless we found a strike-everything bill to use later in the session. As a reminder, HB 2767 is related to the Emergency Management Assistance Compact, EMAC. The bill adds the Arizona Mutual Aid Compact, ASMAC, to the existing statute. In short, under EMAC, if we send rescue crews to Texas as a result of a hurricane, agencies sending resources will be reimbursed for their expenses. Currently, when those same agencies send units within Arizona to a large incident, there is no mechanism for reimbursement. As an example, if the city of Flagstaff calls for statewide aid because of significant flooding and a mudslide, agencies from around the state will send resources. If the incident does not rise to the level of a state-declared disaster, agencies that sent resources are not reimbursed for their expenses. This bill simply provides a mechanism for in-state reimbursement for an all-hazard-type response that falls below the declaratory threshold. There is no appropriation tied to this bill. Fund MA 2602, EMAC, already has funds available for these types of events. HB 2767 simply allows emergency management to access the funds for both EMAC and ASMAC. So, how will it work? In speaking with Oz Emergency Management Director Gabe Levine, we may start with our contract with DFFM as a template to create an ASMAC agreement under which you are assigned a number to be used to submit for reimbursement. The agreement would establish parameters for what aid would be eligible for possible reimbursement. Developing the detailed agreements may take an additional three to six months after approval of the bill, if approved. As Schoolhouse Rock used to say, how does a bill become a bill? It was a cartoon, song thing on Saturday mornings when I was a kid. For our purposes today, I'll avoid my normal sarcasm and charming wit. A bill starts as an idea articulated by a person or group. They draft language that spells out what they want the bill to accomplish. Usually, it's something amending a current statute, although it could be something new. The language is then presented to a potential sponsor, either a representative in the House or a senator. If they agree with the intent of your proposal, they will agree to sponsor the bill. At that point, the legislator will send the draft language to legislative council at the Capitol. Once there, it is assigned to a member who specializes in a particular area for example, HB 2767 was assigned to an individual that specializes in Title 26 language. Typically, the lobbyist requesting the new legislation will be copied on the email from the sponsor to legislative council. When the initial draft is complete, the language is sent to the legislator as well as the lobbyist for review. Typically, it will go back and forth a couple to times until the language matches the intent of the bill. When everyone involved agrees to the language, an intro set is produced with an assigned number and provided to the legislator. At that point, the bill is submitted to either the Speaker of the House or Senate President depending on which house the legislation is being introduced. The next step is lobbying the Speaker or the Senate President to have the bill assigned to committee. If it's assigned to one committee, that's a good first step. If it's assigned to two committees, that can present some challenges. Once assigned to a committee, the lobbyist will set up a meeting with the committee chair asking them to give the bill a hearing. The chair can assign it to a committee or they can put the bill in a drawer and hold it. It could die in the drawer, or someone may be able to convince the chair to dislodge the bill and move it to an agenda. 
If the committee chair agrees to add the bill to an agenda, the lobbyist along with any other necessary parties will try to meet with each committee member. The goal is to explain the bill in more detail, answer questions, and solicit support. If assigned to one committee, and that committee agrees to move the bill forward, it then goes to the Rules Committee for review. Bills can die in this committee as well. Once passed by the Rules Committee, the bill moves to the full chamber, or Committee of the Whole, COW. This is where the bill will get its second reading. The bill is then sent to caucus. Caucus is where the Democrats and Republicans meet with their respective party members to determine if their party is in support of the bill or not. Legislators are not held to the decision made in caucus. During all of this, the lobbyist, likely with their client, will try to meet with legislators in both caucuses seeking support. After a bill passes committee, it can be assigned to the consent calendar. This means that the legislators agree to skip the cow debate, vote on the bill, and, if it passes, send it to the other chamber i.e., Senate or House depending on in which chamber the bill originated. If not, the bill is dead. Once the bill arrives at the other chamber and is assigned to a committee, the committee chair can either add it to their agenda or put it in a drawer and hold it. For their part, the lobbyists must do the same work they did in the first chamber. As the bill moves through the process in the second chamber, amendments may or may not be made. If amendments are made, it must go back to the first chamber for consideration and acceptance or denial. If both the House and the Senate approve the bill, it is sent to the governor for signature or veto. At this point the lobbyist will have been meeting with the governor's staff in hopes the governor will sign the legislation. Should a bill be controversial, like the one we ran a couple sessions ago, HB 2609 Ambulance Licensing Reform, stakeholder meetings can be held to bring opposing parties together to seek common ground. Sometimes they can, sometimes not. Either way, it doesn't mean the bill will be approved nor does it mean that it will die. It's a toss-up a lot of times based on the leanings of the legislators. There are a lot of other moving parts to these things, but that's the basics of a how a bill becomes a bill and then ultimately a law or trash as the case may be, at least in Arizona. It's like the ultimate chess game. Just wish I knew how to play actual chess. How does a bill become a bill? It can be a messy process. Listen to the CAFMA Connect podcast. Get to know the personnel and stay connected to your local fire service agency. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on their YouTube channel at or subscribe. Apple Podcasts, apple.co slash 3k2m0oz. Google Podcasts, bit.ly slash 38frb6n. Spotify, spotty.fi slash 32din6j. Read more of the Chief's Desk and Columns on SignalsAZ.com.